Welcome to Dog Cancer Answers, where we help you help your dog with cancer. I'm James Jacobson. Joining us are the authors of the book, The Dog Cancer Survival Guide, Dr. Damian Dressler and Dr. Susan Edinger. Here's an interesting question, and I'm gonna throw it out to you first, Dr. Dressler. What is the difference between being a dog lover and being a dog guardian? That's an excellent question. There can be confusion in our minds, uh, not only as veterinarians, but also as owners, quote unquote, of dogs. And the confusion is this. On the one hand, we want to enjoy the things that our dog gives us. That's us receiving. And we have a loving relationship with the animal, and it works in both directions. Now, there's the other role, and that's us giving, and that's guardianship. And guardianship is something that takes energy and vigilance and discipline. And that's the action of looking out for your dog as a protective guardian and making decisions. And the truth of it is, some of those decisions can be tough. So that's the difference between being a pet lover and a real guardian. You talk in the book a little bit about the role of, uh, you, you, you make the analogy of uh, a Secret Service agent. Can you expound on that? Well, the Secret Service agent uses vigilance. They're always vigilant. They've got their earpiece. They're always scanning the horizon. They've got their binoculars. They're communicating with other secret agents. Their main job is that of a protector, and they will go to any any extreme to protect the person that they are protecting the, the politician president or what have you and a secret service agent is kind of a a useful metaphor although there's nothing secret about it but the act of vigilance i think is the real critical defining factor in guardianship and it's not always fun it can take some work dr ettinger any thoughts no i one thing I always try to remind the guardians when they're in the room, because they are so worried about making the right choice for their dog, and I think one of the gifts of being a dog with cancer, if you can look at it that way, is that the pet themselves doesn't actually have to process all the confusing information, the statistics, the median survival times, and all that information that we share with them at the appointment. And the dog really just wants to live in the moment, be with their, their guardian because they are happy when they're with them. And I think actually not having to worry about all the information that the guardian is worrying about is probably not a bad way to live. And I always tell my guardians, we could learn something from our dogs. They live in the moment, they wanna be pain-free, they wanna be happy, but they worry a little less about the information. And I think that's probably a, not a bad way to live. We could all learn and benefit from that concept. Dr. Ettinger in New York, Dr. Dressler in Hawaii, thank you both for being with us today. Thank, thank you. you. For more information on dog cancer, visit dogcancervet.com. Is artificial intelligence going to change veterinary medicine? Well, it already has. Right now, on Dog Cancer Answers, we're speaking with Dr. Kelly Deal of Morris Animal Foundation about how AI is impacting veterinary research and the practice of medicine itself. That's on Dog Cancer Answers. Get it wherever you get your podcasts or at dogcancer.com slash podcast.